Howdy, I'm Melinda Bombash, and this is my podcast, Callous Hands Pray the Hardest, where I talk about my life in agriculture with a little scripture thrown in. So buckle up, Buttercup, I'm going to tell some stories. I'm Melinda Bombash, and this is 2020. I'm really sorry, guys, but I had to get that joke out of the way. So if you guys didn't notice, the intro changed. I'm going to change how the format runs a little bit. It's getting really hard for me to get scripture to run along with the story I have in mind. Um, it's not anything against me, you, the Bible, or anything. It's just getting really hard to tie everything together. So um, I have a lot of big things planned for 2020. So I'm sure the stories are going to start rolling. Um, so it should be pretty funny. This week... And last week, I had a pretty big fight with um, a small creature, so I'm going to talk about that here in a second. Um, but I want to apologize for posting this this late on a Monday. Um, I really wanted to start trying to post these again on a Sunday, but yesterday I had a really bad attack with um, my aphasia. Um, I'm also going to start talking a lot about my... Uh, migraines of my traumatic brain injury with this. So when I get a migraine, instead of getting like some people get light auras and like have light sensitivities and they might see like bright specks or like a haze or a tunnel vision, I unfortunately get, um, it, it's called aphasia. It's where I can't speak. Uh, it starts with stuttering and then it just eventually gets to the point where I become nonverbal. And unfortunately, I fought with that yesterday. So, um, some meds, some Benadryl, some sleep, and I'm back talking to you today. So, anyway, this is 2020, and our first episode of the year. And I'm going to talk to you about my fight with Ninja Mouse number two. Okay, so I say Ninja Mouse number two because before... When I lived on Kern's dairy farm, we lived in a trailer, and it was on a dairy farm, and I understand that, and we had a small mouse problem, and that's to be expected. I lived in a trailer, I lived on a dairy farm, there was silage, there was hay, there was grain, there was cattle, there was, there was a lot of food for the mice. So, you know, when it got cold... It was easy for them to come up and into our trailer. And not a big deal. You just set some mouse traps and you keep a tally and you keep going on. Well, we had this one mouse that we started to call Ninja Mouse because it would manage to set off the trap, eat the peanut butter, and leave. So it got to the point where I started setting traps everywhere. And it got the name Ninja Mouse because I was sitting on the couch one day. I was working on something for Gracie for school. And I happened to look over. Something caught my eye over by the stove. And I looked over and I saw this mouse come out from in between like the cabinets and the stove. And I'd set a trap there because I saw something come out of there once before. And it literally scooted alongside the ro the stove, looked up at me, looked at the trap, jumped 
over the trap and continued to go. And in my mind, that mouse basically looked at me and gave me the giant middle finger. So I was like, oh hell no. So then our house turned into a war zone. And I, I hate glue traps. I think they are very inhumane because I don't, I don't mind killing mice. But if I'm going to kill something, I want it to be fast and humane. So, you know, the mouse trap, it's a quick snap. And nine times out of ten, it's instant. Every so often you have one that struggles a little bit. And I feel bad about it. But, ew. They're, like, pooping and peeing on my stuffs. So, ew. Um, but... This little bugger would, like, set off traps all the time. So I got mad and I bought the glue traps trying to catch this thing. I kid you not. I went to check the traps the one day and there was something little on the one end of it. And I picked it up and I looked at it. And I didn't believe what I saw, so I had to ask, like, two or three people. The mouse had put its paw on the end of the trap. The glue trap. And must have realized it was sticky and didn't go any further, but realized it was stuck. Its paw was stuck. And the mouse chewed off two of its little toes. Like there was these two little nubby things on the thing and we got a microscope. Or not a microscope, but a magnifying glass and we looked at it. And it was two little mouse toes with little nails and everything. And I'm like, okay, we're dealing with like serious ninja mouse. Like, this thing is like a little samurai. Like, he just chewed off his own toes to escape this. So then we started setting up what we called the gauntlet, where we would set stuff up so he had no option but to, like, he had to go over a trap. And this little bugger still, like, would set off traps and eat the peanut butter. And I swear to God, he would just, like, sit there and watch us from afar and be like, Haha, I screwed you over again. So I got on YouTube and started watching all these stupid videos of, you know, foolproof mouse traps, like how to catch a mouse. And I ended up catching it, like we tried the bucket with like where you stretch the wire over the top and put a pipe and you coat the pipe in peanut butter and you fill the bucket up with just enough water that they can't really get out. And basically they just exhaust themselves and eventually drowned. I, again, that sounds kind of heartless. Um, he never went up, but like we caught other mouse mice, but we would check their feet and they all had all their toes. We ended up catching him in a Mountain Dew bottle. If you look on YouTube, there's a mouse trap where you can, you set like a wire and there's a block of wood involved. And basically they go into it to get the food and it's body weight set. So when they go into it, it, it opens but when they try and go back out, it tilts down and they can't get out. The block of wood blocks their way out. And we caught a mouse in there and we looked at it. And when it put its paws up, it was missing toes. So um, we might have not been so nice with how we disposed of that particular mouse. But that was the end of that ninja mouse. But that took like three weeks to catch that mouse. That took forever. Um, everybody was dying that it, you know, this, this mouse ended up enveloping my life to get rid of it. But, you know, that puts us at this week, this current week, this new year. Um, I went to go visit 
we had New Year's kind of thing at my grandmother's. And I had a bowl that I had forgotten to give to her over and over and over again. And I went to take the bowl out of the back of my Jeep. And I noticed that there was like four little mouse turds in there. And I didn't really think anything of it. I was just like, you know, I throw my my barn coat back there, you know, when I wear it from here to work, but I don't take it into work. And, you know, maybe it fell off at work. Maybe I got, you know, maybe it fell off the raft or something in the barn or something. Or, you know, maybe there's a mouse living in my barn coat. Weirder things have happened. And then one day while I was driving, I, um, my little cattle dog, Peach, is a service dog now for my anxiety and all kinds of other stuff. She lost her crap in the car and I heard a squeak. So I set some mouse traps in the car because, you know, obviously there was mouse dirt and then there was commotion and a squeak. So I set mouse traps. Something set off one of the traps and ate all the peanut butter off of it. So there was, you know, further proof that there was a mouse living in my Jeep. And then I had gotten McDonald's french fries and something had eaten a hole in the side of the bag. And then when I heard something rustling, I turned on the light. I saw something brown and very small run at lightning speed up and out of that bag and across my passenger seat, which caused me to almost wreck on 70. So um, all out war ensued. World War, you know, mouse occurred in the Jeep, which in involved um, me and Dwayne completely emptying out my Jeep, taking everything out of my Jeep and shop vacing it and um, removing everything. And as much as I hate them, we set glue traps, we set mouse traps, waited overnight, nothing. Which leads me to today. I had my purse. And I have different kinds of treats in my purse for peaches, depending on what we're doing. Because she's still in training for some things being a service dog. And I have soft treats and I have crunchy treats. It depends on where we're at and what we're doing, what I offer her. Um, obviously, the soft treats are more her favorite thing. They are, if anybody wants to send her anything, um, they're by Three Dog Bakery. They're peanut butter and banana flavored soft bakes. Those are her absolute favorite. She starts to drool the moment that they like enter her mouth. Well, I went to reach into my bag to get her a treat. And um, there was a hole chewed in the bag. And I was just like, oh, that sneaky little bugger was in my purse. And I was kind of grossed out about that because I, then I was just like, oh, God. Have I ever taken it into work? Oh, sweet Jesus. Did I release a mouse into work? And then I reached in to go get the other bag of treats because I didn't want to give Peach anything that the mouse had chewed on. And as I grabbed the bag that had the crunchy treats in it, something soft and slightly furry moved in the bag and I am not proud about what I did but I might have screamed like a little girl and grabbed the bag as hard as I could and I pulled the bag out 
and I was in the parking lot and I threw it on the ground and I stomped on it and Ninja Mouse number two is no longer with us guys but I had to wash my purse and Peach doesn't have any more cookies in my purse <laughs> but I swear to god why does all the weird stuff happen to me? But, you know, me and rodents are not friends. And just to give you, like, one more little story of why we're not friends, my first black eye was from a rat. I was working at my uncle's dairy, and I had to feed the heifers. And to feed the heifers, I had to balance a five-gallon bucket kind of on my chest and balance it off a corrugated pipe that he had made for the, the gravity flow bin. And I had to plug in an extension cord above my head to turn on the auger. And I'd heard something scratching in the pipe, and I kind of ignored it, because whatever. And I plugged it in, and when I plugged it in, the grain started to come out. And right before all the grain came out, a rat came full tilt out of that pipe and smacked me square in the face. And that was where my first black eye came from. Was from a rat. Smacking me in the face. So, can you guys understand why I don't really care for rodents that much? But anyway, I hope you enjoyed Ninja Mouse stories 1 and 2. Actually, I'm going to call them chapters 1 and 2. But, Happy New Year, guys. So again, I'm still going to end this the same. The nicest thing you guys can do for me is like this, share this, review this, so I can get put on a search. Because without a review, I don't get put into the search engines. So if you like this, share this, like it for me, review this for me. But anyway, until next week, guys. Actually, before I say until next week, guys... This week is Pennsylvania Farm Show. Um, I am headed that way Friday. So if anybody will be out in Harrisburg and wants to meet up, shoot me a message. I'll be in at the Farm Show Complex all day Friday. And we're going to the rodeo. So if anybody's out that way, shoot me a message. I'll be out that way. Um, but anyway, until next week, peace out, guys.